0: Well, hello, and welcome to Decision Intelligence. What is it? Why does your supply chain need it? This is a special podcast being brought to you by our friends at Era Technology. Recently, I had a chance to see the new Top Gun movie. Now, if you've seen it, you can't help but be amazed at how many decisions those fighter pilots have to make while traveling at unimaginable speeds. So much is happening that no one has the time to process it all. The pilots in that movie have a mantra while the bullets are whizzing around them. Don't think, just do. You can forgive supply chain managers if they feel a little like Tom Cruise. The supply chain is moving faster than ever while bullets in the form of one disruption after another are whizzing around them. There's not a lot of time for deliberation. So what they need is a tool to enable decision intelligence. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Joining me is Fred yo Fred is the CEO of Aero Technology, a company transforming the future of work and business agility from decision intelligence. I had a chance to meet with Fred and his team at Gartner and really was enthralled learning a little bit about what they're doing. They're helping supply chain leaders gain the agility and scale required to perform in today's ever-changing, complex digital world. And if you're not familiar with the company, Era Technology is a decision intelligence company that helps make business agility happen with its innovative cloud platform. Fred will probably talk a little bit about that as we go through the, uh, the podcast. Through the era Decision Cloud, era is helping supply chain scale and speed decision making and achieve breakthrough efficiencies and agility, performance, and the state of work with less environmental impact. So, Fred, let's get started. The last- good morning. Ah, Well, good morning. <laughs> the, last, the last two years has been quite a ride for everyone involved in supply chain management. So from your unique perspective, how would you define the current environment facing global supply chain managers?
1: Well, it's it's a, it's a an environment where, where change is the only constant. Um, I like to say where, where the past does not depict the future. Uh, you observe uh, disruption on the supply side, but on the demand side, logistics, manufacturing, uh, workforce availability uh, and what I call work predictability, uh, but it's also an environment where the spotlight is on supply chain and expectations are that uh, supply chain should never fail. Uh, and as you mentioned, right, the number and the volume and the complexity of the decisions that have to be made by supply chain professionals is, is higher than ever, um, and uh, planning cycles are accelerating, um, and and plants are basically you know, getting uh, eaten for breakfast, I should say, by, by execution. Um, I, li- I like to quote Mark Engel, who was the, the former uh, chief supply chain officer at, at Unilever, and said the three pillars of mass distribution, mass communication, and mass productions have been disrupted big time, and they are more uh, of a liability now. And, and that's the environment in which... Uh, as uh, supply chains are operating. So massive disruptions with a big need for, for agility and scale, as you mentioned earlier. Uh,
0: you know, I, I, I mentioned in the intro that I had a chance to meet with your team at Gartner. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, this was the first Gartner I had a chance to attend uh, in a couple of years. It was probably 2018, maybe 2019 that I was back there. And the, the two things that struck me about um, Gartner this year One, there were so many new providers that I was unfamiliar with. As an example, um, you know, you and I've spoken before, uh, but I think it's the first time that I saw you at Gartner. You might have been there Mm -hmm. before. uh, Mm -hmm. The second is they're doing all kinds of things that I was unfamiliar with um, to the point that I said to one of the Gartner analysts, I got to learn software all over again. So Gartner has recognized decision intelligence as a top industry trend this year. And that was an an application that I was unfamiliar with other than, you know, you're in my conversation. So for for my listeners, can you define what it is and how it works? What is decision intelligence and how do I use it? Well, I, I, the, the way
1: Gartner defines it, right, it says decision intelligence, it's a practical domain framing a wide range of decision making techniques, bringing multiple traditional and advanced disciplines together to design, model, align, execute, and monitor, and tune decision models and processes. So that's the that's their definition. Uh, our definition is a little simpler. It's the digitization the augmentation and the automation of decision making basically it's a set of technology and 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 techniques that allow uh, a company to look at decisions that are made repeatedly over time uh, to be fully digitized leveraging a computer system in the cloud to basically analyze the data and apply to an event or apply to a schedule a set of uh, a decision logic if you think about how you you make a decision bob you look okay there is there is the problem what are the different options and you scan through the different options that are available to you and based on the business context based on the goal that you have you'll select the most uh, accurate and relevant option and then you have to execute so that's what the digitization uh, entails is the ability to do in real time being always on that process of analyzing data or on a schedule, deploying decision logic to a specific problem, selecting the uh, the most relevant option and, and executing it. And that's the first part. What the, the, the reason why a decision intelligence is so important is that it delivers, as we mentioned, the agility and the skill in decision-making, but it also delivers accuracy improvement over time. Meaning that uh, when you deploy a decision intelligence uh, approach or or system, um, you are actually creating a permanent memory of all the decisions that are taken on a given supply chain problem. And that memory allows uh, an organization to improve the quality of the decisions over time Capturing the tribal knowledge that is so critical that's been acquired over decades by by supply chain professionals, also augmenting or diminishing the level of automation, allowing the company to react to events. So, so it's a it's a it's a fundamental practice. Um, uh, you know, we, we've talked a lot about business intelligence and AI and automation, and I see and we see decision intelligence as. A, a practice uh, that brings together the analytics, the intelligence, and the automation together, again, in order to deliver agility and scale for, for supply chain.
0: And you're process agnostic, right? I mean, you, you know, you hear people talk about, you know, automating and refining procurement or automating and refining planning. You don't care, if I remember correctly, you don't care what the process is, it, it's more the bringing, you know, bringing this technology to whatever process you need to make repeated decisions around correct and think about
1: the analogy of, of business intelligence uh, you know you were a company spent a lot of time trying to get visibility into their business operations by deploying analytics and, and and that level of intelligence regardless of the underlying process whether it be procurement or inventor optimization or planning or logistics and so on and so forth uh, so so it's it's absolutely correct the, the the approach that we're taking to decision intelligence is by uh, decisions. We have one, one client that uh, is looking at digitizing, or is well advanced in the journey of digitizing the top 100 decisions uh, in, in their supply chain. So we're now looking at percentage of decisions that have been digitized for that organization. Uh, and it's, it's, it's a journey uh, to really try to bring the value of decision intelligence um, across uh, supply chain. What's also very um, interesting, if I may, is leveraging decision intelligence to not only digitize the decisions that are currently made by a company, you talked about procurement, these processes are well, well established, have been documented, and the people have been trained to execute against them. But what's seen more interesting is when you leverage decision intelligence to digitize decisions that have not currently been made connecting dots in the enterprise that are currently not connected, uh, a variation in demand du- dynamically impacting uh, uh, order management and procurement, connecting media spent and promotion spent to uh, uh, to, to inventory and logistics. So leveraging that technology not, to, not only to digitize and, and get agility and scale in the decisions that companies are currently making, but also enabling new, smarter, uh, types of decisions for the for the enterprise.
0: So you you've been talking about some of the benefits, but if but if you think about if you were explaining this to you know a prospect or a, a neophyte like myself, what do you see as the biggest benefit to a supply chain operation that puts decision intelligence to work? It's, it strikes me that speed of decision making is probably one of them, you know, which is important today. But you know, what do you see as the you know one, two, or three biggest benefits? It's it's um, <laughs>
1: it, it, it depends. It varies by industry. It varies by company. But um, the, the you're you're right when you talk about speed. I mean, fundamentally, it's speed slash agility, ability to react to events in real time, scanning orders, realizing that an order doesn't have matching inventory, being able to quickly uh, deploy the best option. Uh, regardless of the time of the day or of the week where, where the events has been detected. So speed and agility, the ability to scan through a lot of complex uh, uh, data sets and, and scenario to come up with an optimal solution. So on one end, it's speed and agility. On the other end, is really what I call the intelligence. is the ability to make better, smarter decisions. There is another dimension to that, which is, hey let's talk about what what a good decision actually means. is it is it going to the one that's going to give the the highest uh, uh customer satisfaction is it the one that's going to generate the most uh, cash or or, or uh, has the highest impact on cost more and more clients now are bringing more dimensions to their decision making such as you know sustainability and 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 so on and so forth so decisions are becoming more complex they're more multi-dimensional they have to be made closer to the point of impact um and they have to be made closer to real time so so the benefits of 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 uh, you know decision intelligence for supply chain agility and speed on one end which is absolutely obvious but also the, the ability to to deploy intelligence and and make intelligent decisions based on the criteria that you set for yourself uh, over time and in a sustainable fashion so it translates into uh you know decrease cost increase customer satisfactions optimize working capital uh improvement in forecast accuracy of course uh there is a, a reduction of time to market ability to launch and re- and, and, and retire product faster um you know uh, reducing excess inventory and safety stock optimization so many different benefits that could go on and on as i said it, it, it as, as a category it's about agility speed and, and intelligence and it applies across pretty much as I mentioned, every process in supply chain and some new decisions that as I answered earlier, um that, that are currently not being made, connecting those that are not currently connected.
0: I could I could probably ask this question about business intelligence, but when we think of benefits and when we talk about software and benefits, we're often also talking about, you know, the ROI it's going to deliver. So what how do customers or potential customers Justify business intelligence. Where you know, where are they seeing the ROI that pays back for the system?
1: You mean you mean decision intelligence, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yes. Okay, that's okay. That's <laughs> so. No, um, the reason I said the reason I said business <laughs> intelligence. Sorry, I, it was probably confusing. Is that it's another one of those things that applies across processes, right? And you're um, absolutely you know, right. If, so figure out. So so where's my. You know, a WMS system is going to reduce my inventory or yep. make my work more productive. Where's the you know where where are people justifying decision So so
1: so let me give you a, 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 a two part answer, um, and I'll start by the second part, which is super interesting. When we started five years ago, um, we were looking exclusively for each skill, basically each decision that's being digitized. Uh, you can actually measure the impact the project you can predict the impact of that of that decision i'm predicting by by rebalancing inventory from this dc to that dc i'll be able to achieve result x over that period of time and x being cash cost service level so on and so forth you can actually, yeah. the, the platform actually capture that information and of course over time you will measure uh, actual versus versus plan was my decision optimal or not and how do i optimize it over time um, the, the the this is how you measure decision by decision. Um, you know, over time, what is the what the impact of, of decision intelligence has been? What's incredibly interesting is that after a little while, and going back to my to my first point, when we started, this is really the the way we thought things would happen. The our clients who are the most advanced in their journey and decision intelligence don't really need now to measure the impact of every single decisions. They trust and they understand and they've realized, I should say, that uh, decision intelligence deliver values. And what they're looking at right now is the a number of recommendations that, era, that um, uh, a decision intelligence platform will deliver. And um, they completely naturally now equate the percentage of decisions that have been accepted and the percentage of decisions that have been fully automated. To value so instead of saying in early in the journey uh, clients talk about this this skill what is the value for this and that over time to hey we've got 22 percent of the decisions of type x that are being uh, digitized and now we need to go to 30 and then to 40 because the the, the link between digitization of decisions and value is becoming like a, a like a natural uh, a conclusion they don't have to justify it all the time and that's something quite quite new we've observed
0: You used a phrase, uh, as you can tell, I'm going a little off script here. Um, That's good. You used a phrase early on that really captured my attention, which was tribal knowledge. And, you know, we're in an era where, you know, we're old, old guys like myself who, you know, know where the restroom is and how the lights work are retiring and taking that tribal knowledge with them. And I wondered by capturing decisions over time do you essentially capture that tribal knowledge
1: well this is uh this is essential to the to the vision that we've had when we built uh, uh this technology we were really the pioneers to talk about the self-driving enterprise and, and decision intelligence my background is is 25 years in the world of building enterprise applications planning tools optimization tools for enterprises and i wanted to build a technology that would allow uh, you know the the capture of that because you can only ask people to work uh uh, so fast uh, with that level of intensity for that long after that they they just don't want to do it anymore and that knowledge goes away so um if you think about it right companies like amazon that are digital natives they have put that permanent memory of the decisions that are being made at the core of their strategy i'm not talking about. A uh, uh, IT strategy or application strategy, I'm talking about the core of their strategy. If you look at the amount of people that were involved in pricing, in dynamic pricing or supply chain for a company like Amazon in the market unit 10 years ago and now, a number has just decreased dramatically and you went from people making decisions uh, in real time or as close to real time as possible, using data, using software, using tools, using collaboration platform, to now um, a, a technology, computer system, making those decisions guided by the same people. But of course, you need less people to guide the technology than you need to do the work. And this is how they're getting this this competitive advantage. A lot of our customers are CPG companies or FMCG companies and all of them are just trying to get the same answer is, how do we understand the the ordering uh, uh, algorithm that, that Amazon has built over time? And they can't because this, this algorithm is using pure technology and they're trying to, to compete with people. The only way you can actually catch up is by using the same tools, by creating that permanent memory of the decisions and leveraging data science and data modeling to actually uh, catch up and, and, and improve the quality of the recommendation. So this is kind of echoing back to my previous answer, maybe making it a little bit more, more, more clear or crisp, I hope, which is uh, when we talk about equating the, or building a dynamic relationship between the percentage of decisions that are automated and digitally and value, this is what we're talking about. It's this ability to create better, faster, uh, more reactive uh, decision, uh, you know, um, engines.
0: Uh, you you mentioned, you know, working with a customer uh, who was going to automate, um, you know, the b- b- 100, uh, I think the 100 most mm-hmm. frequent decisions, mm-hmm. which I found pretty, uh, pretty interesting. So can you share just a short example uh, of a supply chain operation? Maybe it's that one that's put decision intelligence to work, uh, you know, and what they're doing with it.
1: Um my challenge will be with the word "short," but uh, <laughs> no. So, 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 so. Look, um, a, a very simple example. Now, I'll take another company, uh, a steel manufacturer in in, uh, in Latin America. A uh, big problem, right? Start with the problem, uh, a giant problem with with order management, leading to um, you know satisfaction uh, issues and um, uh, cancelled orders and so on and so forth. So. Uh, they need to have a, a better internal and external visibility. Uh, They're growing quickly. They have uh, uh, very poor access to, to reliable data, and they don't know how to respond. So the goal for us and for the decision intelligence was to improve the uh, the order management process. A- and the result is by simply connecting the dot across its businesses and, and operating with more predictability, uh, they were able to... Uh, Increased the, the, their perfect order uh, by by two percentage points each month uh, wow. uh, for for sales order uh, across a, a business division that represented about sixty percent of their total sales. That's just one example, and it's simple because it's literally they have X number of ERPs and transactional systems and external systems bringing all this data into a single normalized data model, deploying some simple, relatively simple. Uh, intelligence around around order management you are seeing immediately uh, a, a, a return that uh, you know as I mentioned two, two percentage points for a perfect order uh, months after months is actually a huge uh, huge, huge improvement um, similar an in, in order management another client that uh, you know was uh, looking at the reduction in number of cancelled order basically it's a, a competitive industry where none of the player in the market are able to pro- to, to provide clear, uh, available to promise date to their clients. So what the clients are doing is they're placing orders across multiple vendors and looking at once they get the ATP, they, 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 they decide to cancel the other orders. So very bad practice, but that's the way it works. And, and the one who has a competitive advantage on that topic basically sees the number of canceled orders uh, reduced dramatically. And that's the kind of things that decision intelligence can, can help do, right? By by sorting the data problem, by applying dynamic intelligence, and by communicating back and forth with the different stakeholders, this is the kind of things that uh, that that decision can help with. But but there are many other use cases. There are many other skills, uh, as we as we call them, or decisions that can be uh, that can be uh, digitized and deliver incredible results from uh, uh, you know inventory, transportation, procurement, uh, uh, sales, and and distribution, pricing. It's really a pervasive approach. You make decision in your company across, you know, so you do. You make decisions and you execute decisions. So think about the impact of of digitizing them. Uh, It applies literally everywhere.
0: Well, and when you talk about a 2% improvement, going back to the ROI question. Yep. That's the answer, right? um let's turn let's talk a little bit here uh for this next last question just about era and uh, i mentioned up front the decision cloud platform tell me a little bit about the decision cloud platform where you sit the kind of data you're drawing from the resources you're drawing from and you know how that works for clients
1: yeah so um we we started working on the Decision Glide about five and a half years ago, and we really took a a, a starting from scratch approach, because we had to address a lot of technical problems in order to enable the the result that we just discussed for the last few minutes, right, the digitization of decisions. The first thing you have to do is resolve the data problem. If you're going to deploy uh, technology to make decisions, uh, you need 100% of the information that is required to make that decision digitally to be available in a normalized data model. Now, I hear everybody saying, oh, hold on, my data is horrible. I've got metadata management issues. I've got a variety of, of transactional systems that uh, in which my, my data sits. And, and none of these are compatible and create a big data lake, but the data lake doesn't give us the visibility that we need. So that's the first thing that we had to fix is build. Um, a technology that crawls the transactional systems and brings those billions of data points into a cloud infrastructure, which is uh, ERA, and then translates dynamically that data set into a normalized data model that gives you uh, a real-time visibility in, into your your operation. So that was step one that we had to to build, right? Get the data problem resolved. And we've done this with the world's largest company, some of the most complex IT environment in the world at scale. The second is you have to deploy the intelligence. If you think about a decision, you have to project, you have to predict, you have to optimize, you have to allocate, you have to do all these things in sequence, depending on the decision that you are you're trying to make. And you need to have all those kind of mathematical capabilities around modeling and data science and advanced analytics available in the platform. Then you need to have the automation. The whole goal here is to let the system run on its own. So the ability to orchestrate how a decision is being made, but with the data systems, but also interacting with the operators, building the trust uh, with the operators is fundamental. So data intelligence, automation. And the last point, and I've just touched on it, is engagement. Um, When you are going to an operator in a distribution center, in a manufacturing, in a wh- environment and warehouse or a planner, or or a procurement uh, person, you have to uh, you have to establish the trust and the transparency that what the system is delivering in terms of recommendation uh, it can be trusted, and 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 the the the, the platform has to deliver. Uh, the lineage back to the transactional system if you need to, basically what data do you use to make that recommendation, but also full transparency on the logic that's been deployed and, and engage with people wherever they are. So the Decision Cloud is that, right? It allows it allows the digitization of decisions. And, and the, the last element I would add to this is when you think about digitization of decisions, and we saw that during COVID, some of the processes that relied on uh, a constant flow of internal and external data got completely disrupted uh when the data went out of whack during covid for example so the analogy is a self-driving car you're 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 in self-driving mode for uh for 10 minutes and then an event happens on the road and you need to put your hands back on the wheel and take control of the car or while you're in self-driving car you need to influence you know maybe the the choice of of routes and and think about a decision cloud as the ability to have the humans in the loop of the decisions basically leveraging the capabilities to make manual decisions on the loop meaning that the system delivers the recommendations but the humans are the ones making the decision and letting the system execute or all the way to the human out of the loop which means that the system is running in full uh, self-driving mode analyzing the data deploying the decision logic and um, uh, uh, executing it. But regardless of in the loop, on the loop, of out of the loop, you're constantly building that, um, uh, that memory that allows you to deliver uh, a smarter, better uh, recommendations, resulting in a more agile and intelligent supply chain.
0: Fred, one last question. So I'm a supply chain manager. Um, I'm interested in getting started down the path. What's the, f- I, I know there's a lot of steps. What's the first step I should take?
1: Am I allowed to say cold era or is that too commercial? (laughs) That was going to be
0: that was going to be my joke.
1: (laughs) Okay. Uh, Sorry, I didn't want to steal your joke. No, I mean, look, we're we're, we're seeing something incredibly interesting right now, uh, which we uh, which we were both predicting and hoping for when we launched this uh, this company and invested all the capital we did and building a great team like we did uh, is the the real emergence of a category, and you talked about Gartner, this is where 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 we met. Um, the I believe that this trend around decision intelligence is 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 a fundamental and dramatic basically change in how work is getting done. We are only seeing the emergence of it, but this is a tidal wave of change. And when you look at the impact of digital natives like Amazon, but there are plenty more. That, that, have, that have put, without even necessarily knowing it, decision intelligence at the core of their strategy, um, and you measure the impact and their growth in value over time. The one thing I would say to anyone listening is, get started, start building that, 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 that memory, start building that data set with all the decisions so that you can you cannot be left behind. So first step really is to pick one area of pain where you know that the decisions are not being made. It can be an area where you know that you're leveraging uh, uh, you know, big hairy spreadsheets with people that have just have this specific knowledge and, and if you remove that spreadsheet and, and that team, the business would collapse. It can be where you have customer satisfaction issues because you know you're not responding fast enough. That's our example of order management uh, earlier. That could be areas where uh, um, you know, you have a lot of repeatability uh, and, and, and where digitalization can, uh, can, can truly help. So engage with an expert to identify the areas where you want to start. And the beauty of it is that getting up to speed, having one of those systems up and running, having your first decision set digitized doesn't take years, regardless of the messiness, so to speak, of your data. The technologies today are smart enough to take care of the data problem. And I know when I'm saying that a lot of people listening are gonna go like, well, that's not true. It is true, try it. Um, and and um, one, one, one piece of advice I, w- I would give and something that we've learned uh, with our clients is be careful with assumptions. Um, when you're thinking about digitizing decisions, make sure that you truly spend the time with the people who are making or on the receiving end of these decisions to ensure that you truly understand how they're being made. Uh, Some mistakes that are frequently made is you're digitizing a decision, but you're not applying the right logic. So the impact is not what you want. So there is a bit of a methodology. There's a bit of an approach. The good news is that, you know, you have an entire ecosystem building around it with software uh, solutions and solution providers like Gera, but also, uh, great partners um, you know, in, with the uh, uh, traditional consulting firms who are rapidly building practices around, around decision intelligence. But my, my, my biggest advice is get started quickly because you might be left behind and it will be very difficult to catch up.
0: Well, uh, well thank you, Fred. And we'll make step two call Aerotechnology. How's that? That's, that's, that's perfect. <laughs> great, great. That's all the time we have for today. I want to thank Fred Laluio and Aerotechnology for making this podcast possible. And to learn more, be sure to visit aerotechnology.com. I'm Bob Troublecock for Supply Chain Management Review. And Fred, thanks again for an engaging conversation.
1: Thanks for having me today. really appreciate it. We do too.